Stay tasteless, people. You got uh, ANAC stomping the ground, bringing us in. If I try to, I will remember to put that link in the description bar below. I come to you good people today with somewhat of a uh, relative worried and weighted heart. We are currently shadow banned, so people are joining, but they're also unable to see that we are going live. Uh, let me, while people are getting in here, let me uh, just fly through some of the topics real quick. We're going to obviously talk about Chaz or CHOP, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, as well as what I have called the evolution of warfare. Um, and if we have time, we'll try to get into surviving the times that we are in. Um, and obviously we'll be doing the second segment with your guys' questions and calls. Um, there is a response moment in here where I'll be reading uh, the question of how you guys have healed throughout this. I'll, I'll read that. Um, but I'll be honest with you guys. I will be a thousand percent transparent with you people. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to my break because I'm getting thoroughly disgusted with where things are going. It's the easiest way to describe it. Um, the escalation on both sides is is, is entirely unnecessary. Uh, the fact that I'm coming before you guys every single week now and just gradually talking about the general degradation of society, it doesn't bring me any joy. Um, I'll put it to you this way. Like, I, I, uh, I had typed at least a six or seven paragraph statement uh, basically talking about how last week I talked about not virtue signaling hard enough, hard enough for black people for the left. And then this week I would be virtue signaled by the people on the right for not fighting for freedom enough. I wrote out a six to seven paragraph statement basically addressing why for the longest time you've never really seen me want to align with either party or either side of the aisle. I've tried to stay down the middle because of the escalation that's going on. And, you know, given what we do, we can clearly project out into the future as to what's going on. So obviously we're trying to cut it off at a pass. What I'm trying to say is I really can't look forward to my break enough. The position that we've been put into, this is definitely not one of our choosing. It's one that's kind of been thrown at us and obviously we're doing what we do. 
but I think people need to understand that the times that we're not in, are, the times that we're in are not normal. Like, we should not have separatist organizations such as Antifa being funded by foreign organizations such as George Soros and Open Society Foundation carrying out open insurrection in cities. We shouldn't have, uh, you know, sounds crazy, but we shouldn't have civilians loading up with arms to go patrol these events to go ensure that there's some level of order. What I'm trying to tell you is that the, the escalation is very dangerous. We're, we're, we're borderline waiting for something to kick off. Now, this is something I talked about last year, and I remember covering it with like the New Zealand shooting where that guy had uh, a manifesto basically about the great acceleration that's taking place, the race riots, you know, all this other stuff. I talked about this, extremists meeting up with accelerationists and people just getting to this point to where they don't want to fight for anything anymore. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to build anything. Just want, they just want to destroy things. They want to hurry up and get things started because they don't care. That's part of that nihilism, that apathy. Fast forward to this year, just last week, I wrote to you guys, or basically I went out of my way to do a 22-minute minicast over something called Zebellion, a Pentagon war game that went over uh, a rebellion against a rebellion with Generation Z going against the government. There's a reason why I'm trying to start this transmission off in such a weird way. And why I'm using the word escalation and why I'm saying it's dangerous. And why, like, restraint, self-discipline, and control is, like, the only thing that I can advocate because what these people are trying to do is they're trying to get us involved in their hysteria to where we lose our minds. They have got us in such a tightrope that it's very dangerous. Um, so, again, I just come to you guys with a weighted heart. I didn't sleep well because of events that happened last night and stuff that I had to do over the night. And it's just it's just getting crazy out there. That's all I can say. You know, it's just getting crazy. I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to try to start this transmission. Um, this is not what we're configured for, but you see where they're taking us. That's the craziest thing for me to tell you. I don't like sugarcoating shit for you guys. I like trying to get out there and tell you what it is so we can move past it and, and, and really get what's going on. And the easiest thing to tell you is that they're purposely escalating things so that they can come through with that radical shutdown. You see. Uh, Kirpin Drella says what happened last night in reference to uh, the New Mexico Civil Guard. Give me time and I will speak on that. Uh, let me go ahead and get started with a few things. A few quick updates. Like I kept telling you guys, I'm going to be taking a break because I'm losing my mind. I'm legit like losing my mind trying to keep cool and I see the radicalization and the escalation that it's taking. So I'm gonna be taking a break two to three weeks, probably at the start of July, because it's necessary. Um, if you guys wanna support this operation, think about becoming a Patreon exclusive member, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Uh, we, ironically enough, as we have hit this break, have hit our 40 member, um, our, our number, basically, our target number. Uh, so we will be developing a web app so we can begin to migrate stuff off of there. I think what I'll do is I'll start the web app, use it as like a central hub to have have it as a backup. It won't be a primary thing, but it'll be a place for us to operate out of. Uh, look forward, I look forward to bringing that back to you guys whenever we come back from the break. Uh, my Patriot Supply, these are some of our, <laughs> 
some of our sponsors. Oh, APOC. Look at you. I didn't realize you wanted to get yourself out. That's crazy, bro. How did you get your, yourself kicked out like that? Anyway, um, Ready Hour, our storable goods people, our storable goods supplier. Why is this important? You see these protests going on. You see what they've done to supermarkets. Uh, and if we have time, I'll try to get into this in the financial aspect of evolution of the warfare. Rising inflation, not working, all this stuff. This is gonna, this is gonna increase the prices of food. Uh, just the other day, you know, I'm taking my girlfriend to sign it to go get her a shake. And I want to go pick up like one of their little quarter pound double cheeseburgers. Got two, so she could get one. And they say, well, well I'm sorry, sir. Uh, we're going to have to limit you. We're going to have to give you the junior, Ducks to leave, the junior Deluxe cheeseburger because due to the food shortages, the meat shortages, we have to ration out meat. We have to ration out food. I was like, well, that's that hit home. So go ahead and get yourself historical goods. My Patriot Supply right here. You got creamy stroganoff. Maybe I'll do like a video later on and show you guys <laughs> of, uh, of what it looks like. You also have a maple grove oatmeal. And the reason why this is important is because when we get to the third topics or the third branch of topics I'd like to talk about surviving the times that we're in, the great global famine and how that will lead to the vegan agenda. If you're not if you're out there doing all kinds of crazy stuff, having like a, a horrible diet, not taking care of yourself, you're not really gonna you're not you're not gonna survive. You're not gonna take care of yourself. You don't care. Me talking about storable goods ties into taking care of yourself, getting your diet under control, getting your health under control, making sure your mind and everything's in check. The reason I'm pointing this out is again, get storable goods. Last twenty five it last twenty five years. Get it now before inflation goes up. During the crisis, they built two new facilities because they received a thousand times their normal order. These guys are legit. I'm not trying to mess with you. Get it. I don't care. If you don't, that's okay. Uh, I'm trying to tell you, you need to be prepared. You see what these protests are doing. You see what these riots are doing. What happens whenever they get done rioting and looting and they don't have anything to go riot and loot to? They're going to come to you. Get yourself some food. Also, real quick update again, New Leaf Naturals came out with a new formula. Boom, this is not it. We will be getting a sample, and when we do, we will notify you guys. We'll do a proper promo. We've been working with them for, shucks, almost two or three years now. You can get access, or you can get 20% off using promo code Freedom Faction. This is how I don't lose my mind, and I recover from my workouts. Um, and yeah, we're taking that break, two to three weeks off, because I'm losing my mind. We're not configured for this, and we're having to adapt appropriately. Uh, I King Yo says, what's the brand name again? Uh, Ready Hour, which comes from My Patriot Supply. You can use promo code Freedom Faction to get 10% off. Uh, that's for the storable goods. 30-day supply, two-week supply, or the, the two-month supply, year supply. Get it. And then that's the CBD, New Leaf Natural CBD oil. Freedom Faction, 20% off. I'll put those links in the description bar below. So let's get into it. You guys aren't here to hear about products and all this other stuff you hear to hear about news and everything else that's going on. So over the past week, we had, over the past couple of weeks, we have had, again, that increasing escalation. Let me see if I can play this clip for you guys. I'll pull it up. I'll read a little bit of the article and I'll pull up the clip for you guys. It says, Seattle Antifa rioters changed the name of occupied area from Chaz to Chop after what happened to people during the French Revolution. And this comes from Jeffrey Greider over there at Now the End Begins. They put this up November or June 15th. It says, those who refuse to embrace their movement could face a violent end. 
A group of Antifa protesters in Seattle have declared the unsettling warning comes after their encampment in the city was renamed to CHOP. As the Antifa forces begin to settle into their autonomous zones and get more comfortable with their anarchy, they have made a change, or two, to their branding. Originally calling themselves CHOP, or, or CHAP, or, or CHAZ, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, they now call themselves CHOP, the Capitol Hill Occupied Protests. And that's whenever I'll play this clip for you guys real quick. Um, oh, oh, no, we didn't send the clip over. Of course we didn't. We, of course we didn't. We sent over another clip. It's not like we want to get organized. Uh, the reason why I want to play this clip for you guys is because you literally have them saying, listen, this is not a game. We are here to make a point. You remember what happened with the French Revolution? Now, again, one of the reasons why I want to get this on record is because they're talking about bringing back the guillotine, the guillotine for politicians, right? And earlier this year, we, or earlier last year, we had, sorry about that. Uh, earlier this year or last year, we had information come out of Bernie Bros saying that gulags weren't a bad thing. So let me get this clip up of you, for you guys of uh, the, 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 the Antifa occupiers changing their name. these types of issues are getting attention brought to them, right? I think some of these means or the, the way they're going about this is very dangerous. I was talking about this with people last night into this morning. I'm the type of dude that'll get arrested heavy chilling, meditating. The problem now is you got people bringing guns and shit to protests. You got the problem now is you got outside agitators looking to create trigger events so that they can, uh, uh, so that they can politicize the event and hijack it for their own nefarious purposes. This is why we're, we're, we're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Is it Antifa? Is it Black Lives Matter? Is it Indivisible? Is it Momentum? Is it MoveOn.org? Who the hell is it? You see, because it's no longer about George Floyd. It's no longer about police accountability. It's no longer about actual issues. It's about extending that radicalization period. More and more radical and extreme demands. You see, you gotta, like, real talk, you guys gotta think about this. They locked us down for close damn near three months, showed us nothing but funerals once we were able to get out, shaming and guilting us, telling you feel bad, feel bad, don't get sad, don't get mad, feel bad, feel bad. And then whenever they decided to let us out, what did they do? They created and incubated a situation to where all it would do is exacerbate problems. This is what I was trying to talk about two weeks ago. They're inhibiting the healing process. If I could shut up, I'll get into what responses we got from people uh, of how they've healed throughout this. But here, what I want to do real quick is play for you guys um, an event that happened yesterday and I, can't, I, I will or will not confirm whether or not I am or am not connected to this organization or anything like that. 
an event happened here essentially in our backyard with the New Mexico Civil Guard, where ironically enough, they did not fire a single round. The agitator, and you guys can see this in multiple clips, go look it up for yourself, hashtag New Mexico Civil Guard. Nobody at the Civil Guard fired a shot. The agitator, who we, who we would later on go out to find out works or is the son of somebody at the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office, fired the shot. And then as soon as he gets chased away by the mob, right, that's when he brandishes his firearm. I'll play the clip here for you guys shortly, but you've got to understand the media wants to hijack that message of law-abiding citizens going up there to peacefully, not necessarily peacefully assemble, but to uh, show solidarity for keeping law and order in line. And then shit just goes downhill. Let's, let's play the clip and then we'll continue on. recommend that you guys go out there and go look for it for yourself. I'm very glad that the clip itself is slowing down as I'm able to talk about this because you're literally able to see the man try to retreat, gets attacked by the mob, wrestled to the ground, pulls out his pistol. I'm sure to, you know, say, hey, please defend me. I, I, I want, you know, self-defense, self-defense. You see him getting attacked by, you know, people with skateboards, all this other stuff, brandishes the pistol, you know, pot fires off a couple shots. And that's whenever stuff obviously goes down. So this is a more personal matter for me, but I'm going to try to wrap it up in the context of everything we see going on. This is what I mean by that dangerous escalation that's taking place. Uh, Fluor Florio 13 says, what do I look up? Hashtag uh, New Mexico Civil Guard. Go look it up on Twitter or on uh, any search engine. This is part of that dangerous escalation. I can't just casually sit by here and talk about uh, foreign element domestic terrorists, Antifa-like people sitting up over there, setting up their own Woodstock-like situation and not talk about what should be happening as a reactory method. The New Mexico Civil Guard were literally there as a reactory to, to this. Like, it's crazy. This is what I mean by that dangerous escalation. And I talked about it like tongue-in-cheek last year as evil evolves, righteousness must rise to meet it. This is where we are. This is what I mean by that dangerous escalation. Where do you think it's going to go from here? I can't tell you. I literally can't tell you guys like what what kind of conversations are happening beyond this camera. All I can really do is bring to your attention the dangerous escalation and the radicalization that's taking place. Just last week, I went out of my way again to do that 22 minute video over Zebellion. And then for these things to happen like in 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 order, it's just crazy. So uh, we'll see more of what happens with that. And I want to speak more on this Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone real quickly before we move on to another topic. 
I've been telling people this anytime I talk about it, whether or not you want to turn, whether or not you want to believe in what Antifa and those people over there are doing, whatever it is, the Chazites, the Chop, the Chap, Chopians, whatever you want to call these people, this is a dry run. The same way that Event 201 was for COVID-19, they ran a, they, they, they did a tabletop simulation for COVID-19. Chaz is a dry run for future events, future separatist events, recruiting events for people that want to do this. They know full well that it's not going to last much longer. It's not designed to last. It's designed to get attention, designed to see who's really for the cause. You get me? So reactions, or at least responses such as the New Mexico Civil Guard, that's only natural because we are only seeing unnatural things like Antifa carry out domestic terror attacks, not get arrested. Set up separatist societies, kick out police officers, not get arrested. Blow up precincts, not get arrested. Uh, chase women and children with tasers, not get arrested. Because, because they're doing this, our minds are literally getting configured to accept the lawlessness and ignore the order, ignore justice, ignore what it takes to keep that shit in check. Like that's not normal. That's why I'm starting this transmission or starting the transmission I'm trying to break down to you guys. None of this is normal. Okay. Citizens, civilians shouldn't be going out of their way to say, hey, you're not going to tear down this statue. You're not going to loot this mom and pop shop. You're not going to do this type of nonsense. None of that is normal. But the very fact that we've allowed for this lawlessness, allowed for this bedlam, allowed for this chaos to go on, our minds are like, well, hell yeah, the people with guns are the problem. Well, hell yeah, you shouldn't defend yourself. And, and, and that's the psychological operation that's going on here. We're being told to be slaves. We're being told, it's okay, get cucked, don't fight for yourself. Appease the mob. This is a very, very dangerous time period that we're in. There's no other way to say it. And I can't help but think that one of the reasons as to why that we don't have our normal audience size is because of this, because we're not going to sit there and cater to the racism, right? We're not going to cater to the nonsense. We're going to shoot you guys straight. That's why we've been perpetually shadow banned since 2015. But let me, let me talk about radicalization, rebellion, and potentially future disturbing events, and then we'll move on, because I want to talk about the evolution of warfare. I'm not sure how much time I have, but this is all very important. As I said before, the dangerous escalation that you're seeing both on the left and the right, this is a part of that radicalization period that we're in. I remember what, 2016, 2017, there were a lot of like shootings going on and, and, and all this stuff happened. It seemed like every other week we were having shootings. We were wondering, good Lord, how is this happening? Because of the, radical, the radicalization that was taking place because you had the media, mommy media and daddy government over here fanning the flames saying, carry out this stuff. It's okay, you won't get in trouble. Just last week, I, I talked to you guys about uh, protesters driving a $350,000 Rolls Royce to run up, in a, run up in a store, smash and grab, dilute it. What are you doing with a $350,000 car, a Rolls Royce, looting shit? You're flexing. You're flexing. Because what we're seeing right now are different regimes, or at least different organizations, vying for power. And we're right here in the middle saying, oh my God. I don't want authoritarian government, and I don't want foreign destabilization occupations telling me what to do. We're smack dab here in the middle saying, good Lord, there's got to be some type of way for us to operate. This is why they tell you no guns, no borders, no walls, no USA at all. No cops, no nothing. Don't, don't defend yourself. Just sit, just sit in the house and die. Think about this slave-like mentality they're trying to bring you down, bring, bring you down to. 
How does this tie into the radicalization? You've got to understand, people are being emboldened to carry out these crazy acts. You get me? Every day, and in a weird way, like I can't really, I can't really fault Antifa for setting up, setting up the autonomous zone. This is stuff you hear conscious people talk about all the time. I'm going to buy a plot of land and 15 or 50 of my closest homies, we're going to set up a, set up a blah, blah, blah. Well, Antifa went and did it. Sorry, they're not like conscious and woke or whatever, but they're funded by foreign governments. And that's the type of stuff we need to talk about. Then we get back into the ra radicalization and I'll tie in uh, this, this Zavellian stuff and, and, and try to move on. They're being emboldened because they're not being stopped. They're being emboldened because their radical demands are being met. They're being emboldened because they don't see anything wrong. And when, again, you have mommy media fanning the flames saying this is a good thing, when you've got celebrities uh, busting people out of jail, w w why not? You see? This is, this is what's crazy about this. You have certain elements within society enabling this type of behavior, and it's very dangerous. Um, and I just worry because we all know where this is going to lead. You see. But um, I'm, I want to move over, or at least move on, to a, another topic talking about Zabellion. You know what? Actually, let me see. I might have this video I want to briefly play for you guys. Um, it's of a Antifa organizer actually admitting that you know they get their funding from Antifa. That was one of the that was one of the drops that came from Project Veritas just last week. Let me see if I can get some names for you guys. Uh, that's right, T Stern head of the Atlanta chapter of Refused Fascism says that they says that we actually did get a grant from them, from George Soros. Um, and we started a thing called a National Day of Appreciation for Abortion Providers. It's very crazy. Let's play this and then we'll continue on. enough just to uh, just to pop this in here real quick ironically enough this is the very same tactic that's being deployed on the New Mexico Civil Guard while there was nobody firing a, a, a single shot within the Civil Guard they're gonna go ahead and use this as a, as a pretext to say that the New Mexico Civil Guard shot protesters no that's not at all how this happens they're reframing things you see Swift X cut says this vid sound this vid's kind of dumb my friend, it's seven minutes long. I would recommend that you watch it. People need to understand that 
people don't have this information. People don't know these things. That's why I get up over here to talk about these things because people don't know these things. I'll put that link in the description bar if you guys want to check it out or go to our Instagram page five days ago and watch it for yourself. People need to understand that we are in a, this is not normal. I like, I literally, I know that sounds like boring, but it's not normal. None of this is normal. What we're going through is not, what we're going through is not normal. What we're having to report on is not normal. The fact that I'm casually talking about, yeah, you know, you got Antifa setting up like their own little civilization over there. That's cool. Yeah, you just got people walking into town, carrying guns, fighting all kinds of shit. Yeah, it's cool. None of this is normal. I want to read uh, this article real quick from Signs of the Time that we did the video on briefly to mention uh, the, the future destabilizing events that the Pentagon is actually training for. Because when I tell you that Chaz is a dry run, it's just the start. That's exactly what these documents go over that the Pentagon released. They ran a drill in 2018 for future separatist scenarios for operations that we're seeing right now. So while we may not understand it right now or even fully comprehend it, give it a year or two. You know, whenever they begin to siphon money away from the state, siphon money away from corporations or even take donations from corporations, people will begin to understand the, 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 the sophistication of what we're talking about. Let me read a little bit of this. Uh, and then uh, we'll continue on. We put this up June 8th. It comes from Signs of the Time. It says, Pentagon war game includes scenario for military response to domestic Generation Z rebellion. It says, in the face of protests composed largely of young people, the presence of America's military on the streets in major cities has been a controversial development. But this isn't the first time that Generation Z, those born after 1996, has popped up on the Pentagon's radar. Documents obtained by the Intercept via the Freedom of Information Act reveal that a Pentagon war game called the 2018 Joint Land, Air, and Sea Strategic Special Program, or JLASS, offered a scenario in which members of Generation Z, driven by malaise and discontent, launch a zebellion in America in the mid-2020s. Now, I'm going to leave it there to create some intrigue to make you guys go watch the video, hear me break that down and more as I move on. Because they have a very, very interesting statement right there. Driven by malaise and discontent. We're going to be talking about the evolution of warfare now. Moving on from topics. Financial, psychological, and emotional warfare. Because we have new listeners every day. People that tune in all the time. Last year and towards the start of this year, I kind of came up with this concept of the evolution of warfare. That it's no longer bang, bang, shoot them up, you're dead that it's also psychological warfare. It's also biological warfare. What we would go on to later on discover is COVID-19. Um, uh, 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 emotional warfare. Financial warfare is where I feel like we're at right now. Upwards of 40 million Americans don't have jobs at the moment. So the fuck you think they're gonna do? Hell yeah, they're gonna sit up over there and go protest, they ain't got shit else to do. You've effectively, you, you have effectively crippled and handicapped an entire generation, removed the incentive for them to want better you told them to, to destroy the patriarchy, fuck capitalism, America sucks, all this stuff. So you're darn right, upwards of 40 million Americans are without a job. Then you give them more money to not work. You have killed their reason to live. You get me? So that's not a, that's not a, that's, that's not a very vague statement to say that Generation Z, driven by malaise and discontent, launched a zebellion in America in the, 19, in the, in the mid-2020s. 
if you guys go on to go read it, it talks about anti-capitalist extremists and more, and how that's the point of it. But get back to the evolution of warfare, financial, psychological, and the emotional warfare. You heard me mention that briefly before, how they're inhibiting our healing. That's emotional warfare. They trap us, they lock us in our house, show us nothing but numbers, terrifying the hell out of us, trauma-based mind control, and they release us with racial-based tensions behind it. That's emotional warfare. You get me? That's, that's emotional and psychological warfare. They're trying to break you down. They're not trying to make you stronger. They're not trying to help you heal. They're trying to destroy you. You get me? Then they release this. And, you, and, 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 and I'll talk about this on the podcast episode as well. Then they release people. They say, oh no, COVID's still going down, but you can go protest. That's selective enforcement. You get me? And then, oh, all of a sudden, they're just like, hey, all you Black Lives Matter protesters, you got to get tested. What, what, watch when the chaos unfolds of people being detained for protesting for George Floyd, getting contact traced, having their rights violated. That's some dangerous stuff. But let me, let me, let me get back to this, the evolution of warfare in just these three tenets right now, the financial aspect, the psychological aspect, and the emotional aspect. Uh, in the second part of this, this segment of topics, we're going to be talking about the financial part of it, how to remove yourself from the system of slavery, decentralization, how to, re how to redirect your money better, you know. But before that, I think the best thing to address is the emotional aspect of it, the emotional extremism. Again, the, the fact that we are having our healing process inhibited. We've all been through some traumatic stuff with the coronavirus, but because a lot of people didn't take the time to heal, we're still not well. You've heard me talk about this with you guys time and time again. The nihilism, the apathy, the anxiety, the depression, you know, the suicide spirit. People need time to heal. And when you're thrusting them straight into another problem that has no solution or a very, very vague and specific one, they're not going to grow. You're going to hurt them. People are hurting right now. This emotional extremism, you heard me mention it with you guys just last week, and I'm trying to crystallize it. Uh, the intellectual damage of emotional irrationality. Basically, you can't reach people because they're so fucking crazy right now. They don't know what they're so, they're, well, they're, they're crazy, they're confused, they're lost, they're scared, they're not sure of anything because of the way things that are, are, are going on. And I talked about this as well. The, the very pride and hubris to think that we can control a virus shows the arrogance of man at this time. So of course, that would lead towards ignorance, confusion, and denial of reality. But let's stick to this, the, the, the intellectual damage of emotional irrationality and how it ties into emotional extremism. When I start this transmission off telling you guys that I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. And in man, in man 32 says New Mexico seems like a shitty place. All I can really say is please don't come here then, you know, stay where you're at and have fun. The intellectual damage of emotional irrationality and how it ties into emotional extremism. People are not well. When I get up here week after week and I'm telling you, hey, shit's getting crazier. I don't want to be here talking about this. Shit's getting wild. Hey, people aren't healing. Hey, people are sick. People are bad. This all takes time to heal. I'm a very... I used... I don't want to say I'm a very angry man or a very violent dude. 
But to get to the point that I'm at now, it took a lot of time and it's still taking time. This is why all I can do is really promote self-discipline, emotional control, and self-awareness because that's all I practice. If you were to probably hear my mind, I would talk a lot about gouging people's eyes out with a spoon and then having fun with their blood. I have very, very violent thoughts that I try to control. And the reason because is society is sick and nobody's talking about healing. Nobody wants to be well. Nobody wants to be wholesome, decent, righteous, chivalrous. Nobody wants to embody these things. That's why I told you guys briefly with the law and order, how our minds are gradually beginning to embrace this lawlessness and shun the order, you see, because of how things are being portrayed. This is, again, a part of that emotional extremism, us not living in moderation, having a balance. You see, when we're being told shame, 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 guilt, 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 fear, 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 doubt, 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 shame, shame, when we're being, hate, uh, uh, hate, hate a white person because they were born. What? Hate uh, America because it existed prior to you. What? It's like, hate, 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 hate. When we live in this, this, this schism, that's not reality. This is reality. This took time to build, bro. Not only just, not only the corporation and the, and the business, but to go out and go find the food. That's reality. When I'm talking to you about the potential food shortages that are coming, the price of inflation for not working, that's reality. Sitting over here trying to find reasons to be offended and triggered, that's delusional. Mm-hmm. Yep, fucking crazy. If you ask me, crazy. But because you don't have people, again, taking the time to work on themselves, become a better person, they're beginning to export, right? They're beginning to externalize their delusion. I guess that's my greatest sin. Praying to God that there's somebody out there that wants to be good. I guess that's, oh, that's my biggest hang up is hoping that people want to be good. Fuck, I guess I'm just a stupid bastard hoping that people want to be good. You see? And this is where we're at right now. I'm considered a threat and a bad man because I don't want more of this chaos to go down. Let me read a little bit more of this. The intellectual damage of emotional irrationality and then I'll read you guys' response on how you've healed throughout this. It's called the Hegelian dialectic. Problem, reaction, solution. You can even call it Hegelism. We talked about this with our most recent guest, Craig Fitzgerald, where you have the antithesis and the synthesis, you have the antithesis, the thesis and the antithesis, and right there in the middle, you have the, you have the synthesis. This is a part of that emotional extremism. You don't have a lot of people out here doing all this crazy stuff, but because you have them projecting it, you have us resisting it, we're going to be somewhere in the middle. Again, this is why all I'm really doing is promoting restraint, calm, self-discipline, and any of this, because what they're promoting is lawlessness, lunacy, degeneracy, decadence, and more. Ironically enough, this is something our guest talked about that still rings true with me. One of the things that, took, that I took from the, from the interview that we are living in the previous generation's decadence and degeneracy. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Whoa. Because he was talking about like hippies and stuff. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy, bro. Like, what? He blew my mind because it's so true. Our children will have to live in whatever we don't fucking fix right now. Is that true? Whatever we don't fix, our kids are going to have to deal with. That's that Generation Z. That's that Zebellion. 
And because, well, our generation don't give a shit about nothing, we've been programmed to hate America, hate Trump, hate ourselves, hate your family, hate, 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 because we don't know how to create, right? We don't know how to be productive. Well, hell yeah, things are going to go down the, they're going to go down the crapper. We don't want anything. We don't, we, we don't want a pro-human renaissance-based future. We don't want something, we don't even want kids, man. We don't want it. We don't want it. So what would you expect? Oh, we want somebody else to want it so we can take what they want. That's a fucking stupid mindset. And so you guys got to forgive me because obviously I'm getting a little bit more hysterical and upset about this. But come on now. This is ridiculous. This is the type of stuff I'm talking about. So here, let me just move on. Let me just move on. I asked you guys earlier this week how have you healed throughout this because for me you know i gotta i have a i've got all kinds of chickens all kinds of garden stuff all kinds of things to keep myself preoccupado you know all kinds of things that i would prefer to do rather than sit up over here and get frustrated that my generation essentially wants to kill itself so let me read uh how you guys have healed your heal throughout this let me add some some goodness into this. <laughs> uh, we've got somebody saying meditation and healing through music and dance. We've also got somebody saying training my mind to eliminate fear as a spiritual awakening. I think that's very important. Uh, never been scared through this. Somebody said not healed, too much uncertainty. Somebody also said Jesus is their savior. They, somebody else also said that they gave and received love. They spent time in nature. They set boundaries. I think that's very important. I actually, I want to talk on that on setting boundaries. You want to talk about social distancing. I'm taking my break because I need social media distancing. I don't want to keep getting programmed. Setting boundaries is very important, not only in the physical realm, but in the spiritual way as well. Informationally, emotionally, energetically, all kinds of different things. But because we're always in this constant intake mindset where we're taking, 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 always always taking in more, 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 more. We never go through that filtration process of wondering what it is that we're consuming and what what what, what we should be in, uh, what we should take on. We're always taking things in, never really putting things out. And I was talking about this just the other day. I think being in like a content provider position that I'm in, I'm in a much different mindset than a content consumer. And I know I'm a content consumer to some degree because I have to go out and go find the articles and put them up there. But being the one that puts them out there has rewired my brain in a different way. And so when I'm saying set boundaries, I'm saying people need to understand that it's not only a physical thing, like you've got to set boundaries with your work, you've got to set boundaries with people, you've got to set boundaries with, with, with the news, right? You hear me talking about people saying they're going to the mountains, that they're going to nature, that they're praying, that they're meditating. Set boundaries, get the hell away from all this stuff. None of this is designed to empower you, it's only designed to rob you of that. Let me read a little bit more of these. Shout out to Charles Gaston, Truth is Terrorism. Uh, let me read a little bit more of these and then I'll get back into it. Uh, I've just learned so much. Connecting to God, the spirit, and the universe is so important. Um, it's been tough now that I'm awake to all this stuff that is going on, but that's where trust in God comes in. Somebody said marijuana and sex. That's a perfect, perfect therapy approach which I highly recommend, uh, sleep and prayer, 
tears, that's a good thing as well. Tears, nothing wrong with letting off a good cry every now and then. Uh, tapping into myself in the universe, prayer, worshiping God, leaning on my significant other, gardening, playing crystal balls, planting trees, exercise. You get the point. You get the point. We should be healing during this time frame and talking about what we're doing during this time frame, glorifying that healing process so we can have solidation in that manner. That's what I really feel like we should be doing. The same way that I'm saying these, these phones, they should be used as tools of enlightenment instead of tools of enslavement. We should be using this moment to say, hey, what did we do to heal? What did we learn, right? I think everybody can, I think everybody can say in one way, shape or form that they, in a weird way, benefited from not having that hustle and bustle of the daily life and having that momentary break. But instead of talking about that momentary break, talking about the lessons that we learned and being able to have that revelatory moment together, we all decided to collectively go down the racial path instead of healing. We wanted to take out that frustration elsewhere instead of effectively redirecting it where it needed to be. So yes, uh, I'm glad that you guys took the time to heal. Um, I will be taking my time to heal come the start of July. Because I, 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 this is, it's, it's getting, it's just getting crazy out there. Nothing else to say. Before we move on to, we've got about 15 minutes left or so in this segment there's no way that I'll, go, I'll be able to get that third segment in here surviving the times that we're in but I can talk about the financial aspect of the evolution of warfare very glad that you're in here Charles too uh, talking as we talk about the evolution of warfare and why financial getting our money situation is important but before we get into that I want to talk about Aleister Crowley do what that will shall be the whole of the law. This is that new age, a paradigm shift. Isn't that what Alistair Crowley said, right? Do what that will shall be the whole of the law. Does that not seem like what we're getting right now? With safe policing and all these weird things and the socio-political reformations. It's like, what's going on? Do what that will shall be the whole of the law. There was a magnificent article that came out from Technocracy News today that basically broke down the techno, and this is my word, the techno sorcery aspect of technology and how it's being used to enable this lawless world. Call it neo-feudalism, techno-serfdom, however you want to call it. I just want to say, do what thou will, shall be the whole of the law. They want to legalize decadence. They want to legalize degeneracy. We got some guy right here, Pedro. Oh, I thought that said Pedivore Gang. Sorry, Pedro, I misread your name. Uh, they want to legalize pedophilia and things like this as well. Do what that will shall be the whole of the law. I wanted to enter that in there because what you're seeing right now is not promoting uh, restraint, decency, wholesomeness, family values. This is something I talk about with Charles of Truth is, uh, Truth is Terrorism a lot, right? The family rights movement, how that's not out there. <laughs> um, and now, now you literally have these people talking about abolishing the family it's the craziest satanic thing to me it's crazy well I, i'll say this and i'll move on when we had craig fitzgerald on and he's talking about the history of communism socialism marxism and all this stuff he's literally talking about how since like the 1800s if not farther back these people have literally wanted to abolish the family but that's the level of control that they want to have 
That's the level of control they want the state to have. And then I could scroll back at least like a couple weeks and find out or find articles from professors at, uh, at Harvard advocating for that. So yes, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. That's why this is a satanic, anti-human, anti-God agenda. It's crazy. It's mind-boggling. We're running out of time. Let me begin to talk about this. How uh, This was a question that we got directly asked in our DMs, not um, through our story, but it says, how to, quote, remove yourself from the system of slavery. Very... Very apropos, given all this racial stuff that we're talking about, um, I have been blessed enough to be in a position where you, the listeners, and our exclusive members have helped fund us. And because of everything that's going on, we have strategically put ourselves into a position, other than working with PayPal, to where we, we don't rely on mainstream income. I'll put it to you this way. We put it. We 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 posted about uh, New Leaf Naturals getting a, a new formula, right? And somebody's like, "Oh, man, I liked your page. I liked your page before you posted this." It's like, so hold on. Antifa can run operations in Washington and get funded by foreign elements, but I can't post about CBD, which has a benefit made in America for you. And I'm a bad guy. This is this is the level of um, cult-like mind control that we've been faced with for as long as we've been censored <laughs> since 2015, if not, if not longer. How do you remove yourself from the system of slavery? Is you create one that empowers you. You create a system that benefits you. This is that pro-human. A werewolf says, "God forbid you make a living, right? God forbid." You create a, 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 a system that empowers you, that liberates you from the slave-like system. You have that pro-human renaissance-based future. This is what I'm saying, where we should all be producing something of value. We should all be making, we, we, we should all be having our own farms. We should all be having our own vegetables. We should all be growing something or producing something and then giving that to the system. The problem is, and this is the crazy thing, not anybody's producing anything, so they have to go to the system to ask for everything. You see how that works? You see how that works? See, people who don't produce jack shit, they got to go ask for every motherfucking thing. People that produce things don't ask for a motherfucking thing except stay away from me. That's the problem. We got a lot of people that aren't producing anything, that don't want anything. Other than to be a scumbag, bottom-sucking piece of garbage. Dangerous. This is what's going to lead into the into this rebellion. Driven by malaise and discontent, they will launch this rebellion because they will see that there are not futures out there. There's no opportunities in the system that they dedicated themselves to. Not that they wanted to create their own system. Not that they wanted to liberate their own selves or empower other individuals. No, they wanted to suck off the very system that's designed to enslave them. How to remove yourself from the system of slavery, don't get into it, bro. Don't take on debt. Don't get credit cards. Don't don't buy useless shit to please people you could care less about. Don't become a slave. Don't entertain the circus and become a clown. 
Decentralization, divesting your dollars. When I get up over here and I talk about voting with your dollars, voting with your lifestyle, you will not see me up over here talking about pharmaceuticals, any of that bullshit, McDonald's, nonsense, nothing. I feel like I'm slacking because I'm not going around to all these other businesses around here who are doing it organically, having stuff that's grown here, fed here, made here, butchered here. That's the type of stuff I'm on. <laughs> Support your local business, bruh. You don't, like, I, oh, like, decent. Uh, Hondo Bro asks stocks. When it comes to stuff like that, specifics, stocks, investments, and things like this, this is this is language I'm going to have to learn to, to talk to you guys. You get me? This is a part of that evolution of warfare. I didn't know all this stuff was important like this, bro. I just realized I didn't want daddy government trying to take more and more money from me. I didn't want to be in debt with all kinds of stuff. I'm having to learn this language to begin to expose what's happened to us and begin to create this pro-human renaissance-based future. You get me? So when we have these little altercations with our audience about, you know, the My, My Patriot Supply or the New Leaf Naturals, it's because we're, again, creating the system. This wasn't here before us. You get me? People telling you, oh, the work should be free. You should just work forever. Put your neck out there. Risk everything for fucking free. This is retarded. You get me? So we've got to fix our mindset first to understand why we need money, why it's important for us to pull money away from this system that's designed to kill us, that's designed to, 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 to rob us. I mean, good, think about it. Where do you put your money? Do you know how to invest? Like, you guys heard me, you, you, you heard me, uh, you heard me complain last week about not being able to effectively help uh, this coffee shop the way that I had wanted to. Well, Things happened and we were able to help them and they are now operating and that's that's fantastic. I went over there the other day and I see that they've got blueprints. I'm so super excited and giddy that I walk right into his meeting. I'm like, oh my God, look at this. Look at what you're doing. I'm, I'm excited to see my dollars go towards the development of this. You get that right there? I'm excited to help enable somebody else's success. But because we have a lot of, uh, well, again, a lot of weak scumbag degenerates who don't want to help others succeed this mindset of of helping of again voting with your dollars and voting with your lifestyle it's not out there you get me decentralization divesting your dollars like i'll say this and move on to the next thing i'm i've, I've got screenshots of antifa credit cards in germany because they have their own banking system think about that they have so much money that they've got to put it someplace else because that's how organized they are. But because we don't take them serious, we don't understand how that type of coordination or organization can happen and, and the benefits thereof, we don't do it. Again, Antifa set up the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, and you've been seeing so-called woke people talking about getting a plot of land and going out there into the wilderness, developing it, and being separate from the society forever. Well, it looks like Antifa went and took that idea a step further. So the idea is out there. It just takes practical application. And to a degree, I can't talk about being fully autonomous and separate from the system. Everybody has tendons. But it's, 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 it's recognizing that we've got to start cutting these things off. And it's got to be a conscious action. The same way that I'm saying, don't go into these big box stores, find your local farmer's market, uh, clean up, obviously get like a water filtration unit, that should go without saying. 
There's so many different things that we should be doing, but because we're caught in a flat footing setting and we don't take it serious, there are opportunists out there that are. Sad truth. You know, the next question is, how can we redirect our money better? Well, other than joining our Patreon exclusive membership program, I'm not sure what to tell you. Y'all don't even donate to me. You, you see what I'm saying? So in a weird way, it's like people, people, people ask for these things, but they don't want to do what it takes to actually get the outcome that's, that's, that, that they want. You see. How can we redirect our money better? How do we defund the new world order? You know, other than telling you not to go to McDonald's, Burger King, any of these, these fast food joints, you know, don't, don't, um, don't do any, don't go into Starbucks, don't, don't buy from these big box stores, don't engage in corporatism belief, like don't, don't do this stuff. You get me? That's the mindset that we need to be on. We need to be having, we, we should be having our own social media platforms. We should be having our own websites. We should be having our own stores. We should be having all these things because in the open and free market, we should be creating these things and letting anybody that comes to them. It doesn't matter. But, but, but again, it comes back to that being a productive member of society, creating something, not looking for handouts, asking for, you know, the next best blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. You have to create your best and then improve upon it. These are questions that are going to require deep deliberation and deep thought that I can't really say like in passing, you know, as we begin to close out this, 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 this transmission, this segment, but people need to understand this. I know I say a lot of different things, but it's because there's a lot of things going on. Um, I'll find time to talk about this on the podcast and make some time to watch the video as well. But there's a video going around talking about the Great Reset. I'm going to read you guys real quickly from this article from SHTF Plan. They put this up June 5th. It's 15th. It's from Max Lavo. It says elitists gather in Swiss town to finalize our enslavement, the global, the Great Reset, and the New World Order. The timer just popped down. It says, make no mistake, this will be absolute tyranny on a global scale. The mainstream media is silent as the elitists who want power over every human on earth plan to meet in a Swiss town to discuss the Great Reset, a push to a one-world currency, one in which they will have ultimate control. This is why I can't fully advocate for Bitcoin and things of this nature, and why I'm saying it's going to take much more deliberation and thought for me to come back to you guys with a concise answer on this stuff, because it's so crazy. Us not working for months is going to have effects. The dollar, devalu the dollar devaluation is very real. Inflation is going up. There are very real issues that we need to be dealing with and getting upset with people over the color of their skin instead of figuring out how to divest your dollars and how to defund the new world order and how to not be a slave and how to empower yourself. Those are the kind of conversations we need to be having. That's why we're, that's why we're not moving as fast is because we're entertaining our adversaries instead of educating our allies. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys in this segment. If you want to support this operation, become a Patreon-exclusive member, patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have you guys' guests, questions, and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. 
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.